Aromatime Bistro presents Wine Time Live, hosted by the Hudson Valley's premier green certified entrepreneurs, Marcus and Jamie Giuliano. So grab a glass of your favorite vino, sit back, relax, and travel with them, sharing their passion discovering unique vineyards, outstanding wines, delicious food, and great adventure. Hello, Facebook Live. Hello, Instagram. Hello, YouTube. Hello, everybody. Jamie and Marcus here. Jamie and Marcus here. Wine Time Live, episode number nine. Uh, we are um, going to talk uh, New York State today. We New York, sure are. Uh, New York meets Bordeaux. Uh, episode number nine. And uh, what do we have, Jamie? So today we are going to talk about ravines. Uh, ravines uh, Winery. Is it called Ravines Cellar or Ravines Winery? Um, you know, since this is always lakes. this is always a confusing part. It's like, are we going to a winery, a vineyard, or a cellar? Yes. In Italy, when we speak to our tour guide Luigi, he's like, oh, I, I have this amazing cellar I want to show you. Right. And it's typically a winery, but there's a difference between a vineyard and a winery. Vineyard and winery are two different, two different things. things. Vineyard grows the grapes. A winery, winery sells the bottles. A winery makes the wine. Well, the wine, a right, vineyard right. grows winery, the grapes. Right, winery, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, we just got back from three days in the Finger Lakes we in New sure York. Um, so we apologize for not being on last week, right? We missed we missed a week we on our lives. Week, yes. But if you're watching, if you're listening on Podbean or iHeart or um, iTunes, you won't notice any difference. But if you are watching on our Facebook live feeds, and we did skip a week, and we're sorry, yeah, we were in the Finger Lakes. We are we're touring a lot of wineries. We are now planning trips to the Finger Lakes, which we is sure going to be fantastic. Um, Not only do we do trips to Italy, but we are now going to do Finger Lake trips. Finger Lake trips, yep. With the COVID restrictions of traveling or the hassles of COVID, uh, in-state travel is much easier to do than out-of-state, and of course, out-of-country. So that is... Uh, We're only three hours from three. the Finger Lakes. So what better place to go and enjoy wine than the Finger Lakes? So, so today is a very... Um, I want to say today is... Today's a very special wine. Finger Lakes started producing wine. Some of the wineries came on board in the 70s. In the 70s, uh, the official winery alliance, the Finger Lakes Alliance, was formed in 1982. And from the mid '90s to the to and on, wineries have started getting serious in the Finger Lakes. Prior to the wine industry in the Finger Lakes, um, most of the wine, most of the grapes that were grown there on the southern side of the Great Lakes, were for grape juice, Welch's. Concord. Oh, Concord well, grapes. Concord grapes, Niagara, Cata Used the local for Welch's grape juice. Yeah, well, Welch's grape juice. It was a grape juice. Um, kind of state yeah. <laughs> uh, that has changed drastically uh, in the last 50, 60 years. I mean, drastically. Drastic, yeah. We've changed drastically in the last 20 years, I think, in the Finger Lakes as far as... I think even in the last year, I think two, three years or so, I think the, the level of wines coming out of there are incredible. I would say there's an amazing... I mean, there's amazing wines, but not all wines are amazing, right? So... So there are amazing wines, but the level, I think, even from when we started going there 15 years ago, uh, has has definitely gotten better. Agree 100%. So we opened in 2003, 2004, 
and we started going to the Finger Lakes in 2005. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, we started going to the Finger Lakes in 2005. Mm. As officially visiting vineyards. Yes. We've been through the Finger Lakes and that kind of stuff up in Syracuse. You went to school in Cortland. I never which... went to wineries when I was up there, though. No, you never did. It was not a thing. It wasn't no. a thing to to go to wineries when I was in college in Cortland. Which is kind of interesting because I would have thought it would have been. Because there were wineries there. It just 100%. Wasn't, it just wasn't pushed and it wasn't... It, it wasn't a a, a business. A, a it wasn't business, as big as it is business. business. So back, you and I got engaged in the mid-90s in a restaurant in Camillus, New York, in Syracuse, which is on the 97, eastern... 97, right? Eastern 96, eastern side of the Finger Lakes. You went to start going to school in Cortland uh, in 93. 93. You and I had a great meal at a place... Um, like, Cochon Rouge or something, I the don't Red even Pig. Remember. It was right near Ithaca College, uh, Cornell. Was I know Cornell College. It was at La Tourelle, the French, the French Manor. And back in the mid, early, early nineties, ninety, we're talking ninety three, ninety four. Maybe they had they had an all New York State wine list. You don't remember that, but they had an all no. New York State wine list. So I was into food and wine. You weren't as much because you were going to school for teaching. I don't think we were drinking then, were we? We weren't really drinking. No. But I was in culinary school and I was working at places, so wine came with the came with the business. Right. And I remember that people were saying, "Oh, this place, uh, La Cochon Rouge or whatever it was called, La Torrell, has an all New York State wine list, amazing wow. wines." And I was like, "Really? New York has that many great wines?" And of course, here in the Hudson Valley, we have some old wineries like Brotherhood, uh, Ben Marl, which is an older, older, mm -hmm. old one of the oldest vineyards in the country. Brotherhood is one of the oldest wineries in the country. Difference between a winery and a vineyard, right? Um, so we opened 2004, 2005, 2003, 2004. We started going 2004, 2005 to the Finger Lakes. And <clears throat> back then, you had some wineries that were doing the right thing, doing the good thing. However, you have to think Back way then, um, you know, with all the high quality 1997 vineyards in Napa that, that came out, um, Napa Valley exploding, right? Sonoma, um, and traveling like air traveling. travel was right, it getting was cheap, easy, getting it was cheap, easy to hop on a plane and head somewhere else, right? Not travel in in your state, right? Which is part of what I'm going to say, yeah, later on in here, which we found out just last week. So New York State had some Herman Weimer, Dr. Frank. There's some some really high quality vineyards, but not that wasn't the norm for all the vineyards in New York. They were still producing sweeter wines. They were producing cheaper wines, inexpensive wines. Because if you don't have the clientele coming knocking down your door, right, you're you're just gonna make right whatever you have, right, or and and you you have to make a or profit, what you've always done right or what you've always done and you need to make a profit and you need to keep your costs down right to make a, a profit and to keep your family alive and you know and maintain it right so they weren't hiring the, they they weren't hiring hotshot winemakers right. is what right. you're trying to say I think is what you're trying to it's say exactly what I'm trying they to say they weren't hiring hotshot winemakers they weren't putting a bottle of wine out there for thirty bucks when they could charge nine ninety nine for a bottle of something inexpensive and cheaper mm -hmm. so. We had gone to Herman, uh, we had bought Herman Weimer wines. We had gone to like Atwater. We'd gone to some vineyards. Nothing super impressive. Herman Weimer, yes. Dr. Frank. Dr. Frank, yes. Then comes along the scene a winery called Ravines. Ravines, yes. All right, Ravines. 
Um, he worked in France. Actually, I should probably. Um, she is a share this chef. So she chef. Sees this. She's a chef foodie. Yeah. Um, they opened up their wine. I'm not sure what year they opened up, but I remember in maybe 2008, 2009, our sales rep, our sales rep <laughs> comes to us. Our sales rep comes to us and goes, "You, Marcus, we have got this new winery in the Finger Lakes called Ravines." They are doing amazing wines, like amazing wines. You've got to taste their stuff. And we ended up doing a charity event with them for Again. a hospital a fundraiser. Uh, and that went very, very well. And we were totally hooked on their wines. And um, we fell in love with their Bordeaux blend, which is what we're drinking tonight. Their Bordeaux blend with a little bit of extra aging that's only available at the, at vineyard, the vineyard. vineyard itself. You can buy their... Uh, it's called Maximilian. This is the Maximilian with a little bit of extra, extra love into it, a little extra barreling. Um, so we taste their wines and we're like, oh my gosh, their Chardonnay, which we have on our list, they take, I think, 20% of the of the grapes and they raisinate them, they dry them, or they dry them 20%. They dry them like they do in Valpolicella in Northern Italy, uh, where they make Amorones, where they dry the grapes a little bit, partially raisinate them, and then juice them. Less yield, more concentration, more flavors, um, more expensive. The bottom line is the Finger Lakes have now become, not only because of COVID, but have now become a destination. It sure has. A winery destination on the East Coast, a winery destination for the United States. Mm -hmm. 130 plus wineries call the Finger Lakes homes and home now. And back in the 70s, there were just a few out there just doing, you know, mediocre wine, trying to do things right but when when everybody else around you is making grape juice mm -hmm. for welches it's hard for to elevate everybody but what's happened now is a high you know high tide raises everything right so everything's getting well, the raised the bar is getting raised the bar is so, so the raised the bar is getting raised and people are raising are raising their 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 uh, what am I trying to say? The um, the quality of their wines, right? Of their of of what they're what they're making out there. So, right, right. The ex because the consumer has has an expectation has demanded demanded right. better. Exactly. When you demand better as a consumer, the products appear. When you tell McDonald's you're tired of this, tired of that, and you want as as a mass, they will conform they will and they conforming. they will move which is why McDonald's started doing cage-free eggs a while back because of consumer consumer awareness. So consumer awareness is at an all-time high right now for the Finger Lakes. Yes. It has been for the last decade. COVID hits. People in New York can't travel to Napa anymore. They can't go to Italy. We have had plan, trip plan, trips planned to Italy. We can't go. Right. Where does everybody go from New York City? The Finger Lakes. Finger Lakes. <laughs> the hotels up there, the wineries, the scene up there, everything is booming in the Finger Lakes. Every, they said they haven't been busier. They, they, they've never been busier than they are right now. So one of the wineries, well, a couple of the wineries told us that people are now saying this is what we've been missing for years. Wow, we can't believe this is what's here. Three hours from us, three and a half, four hours from New York City, people are saying this is what we've been missing for years. We yeah. didn't have to hop on a plane. We didn't have to go to Napa. We didn't have... 130 plus wineries on these lakes that are making amazing, amazing wine. So in comes Ravines. This wine is delicious. Ravines is one of our favorite wineries in the Finger Lakes. We have a lot of wineries that we like and love, but as far as knowing the owners, having a long-standing relationship, and the quality- and the quality of their wine? They've had Rieslings. I don't know if it's two vintages or three vintages. I'm a little confused mm. on this. Two or three vintages of their Riesling, their single vineyard, Artsinger, and their regular, regular run-of-the-mill Riesling 
has scored in the Wine Spectator's top 100. And it's not top 100 for New York. It's not top 100 for the United States. It's top 100 for the world. Wine Spectator every year rounds up the top 100 list. They put the list out, and those wines are so sought after, they get sold out they, immediately. Two or three vintages in the last six, seven, eight years of their Riesling has made the top 100 list. But they're not the only vineyard. There are other vineyards that make top in wine enthusiast lists. So it's just not one vineyard standing out. It's one vineyard right. that has raised the bar along with a couple other vineyards. And the wineries up there are serious. New winemakers coming. We sat, we sat at one vineyard. There was brand one vineyard. Brand new owners. Brand new owners. We not, let's not mention their name. No. Nope. But we had had their wines years ago. Great tour, great tasting. The wines were just eh. They were okay. Just eh, just but what we thought was good for the Finger Lakes at the time. I couldn't get myself to love their wines right. years ago. But, but we brought some in and we, you know, we were like, they're good for what it is, right? And so we always say that. You have to appreciate the Finger Lakes for what the, what, what's there. But, Cap Franc. But I got to tell Pinot you, Noir, they're making some really awesome other things. Things that we aren't expecting. Some of my favorite Pinot Noirs come from the Finger Lakes. Yeah. So we sat down with this winery um, recently. We hadn't, we, hadn't, we hadn't brought their wines in in the restaurant in many years because we just felt the quality wasn't there. We sat with one of the owners, and he was what he was describing, what they're doing oh, there. incredible. Blew my mind. I was like, you guys are doing this right here? He's like, like yeah, we're doing this style, this style, that style, this wine, that wine. And we're tasting. I'm like, wow. I'm like, how long have you like owned the place? He's like, oh, in the last like seven, eight years. I'm like, yeah, because 15 years ago, this was not what you was were not, making. Right. And again, the moral of the story is, People are demanding better wine that are going to wine country yep, in the Finger Lakes. Absolutely. It's the consumer. It's the palate. It's what they're willing to pay for a bottle of wine. Um, there's bottles of Pinot Noir there that go $30, $40, $50. There's great bottles. This wine here, I don't know what it costs at the vineyard. We sell it. We sell the other version, the Maximilian, on our wine list uh, for like $49. And it's a Bordeaux-style blend. So today's, uh, today's, theme. today's theme, New York meets Bordeaux. So this is a Bordeaux blend. It's a Bordeaux-style blend. I don't know, do you have your flashlight yeah. handy, phone handy? I wanna read what's in here, but basically- Why don't I read it? Basically, Cabernet, Merlot, and Cap Franc is probably what's gonna be in this blend. A couple other vineyards uh, who have it's something- It's a blend of Cabernet, Merlot, and Cab Franc. There you go. Three grapes. Bartsinger and Glen Eldridge Vineyards, bordering Tug Hollow Creek, which uh, carves its way through a deep ravine to the east side of Seneca Lake. So that's where the, those grapes are coming from. Okay. La Petite Caparal. Do you remember how deep Seneca Lake is? Uh, what they say, seven? 600. 600. I thought it was 700 feet. feet. 700 feet deep, 650 yeah, feet deep. I think it was 700, yeah. So the In whole- the deepest part. Deepest part, which is a good spread of the center of the lake. And it never freezes there. 50 degrees is the lowest. Always 50 degrees in that particular part. So a lot of the vineyards want to have land the first 10 rows on the lake. Because mm -hmm. that's where the thermal heat comes off of. And that's what, that, that right there extends the growing season more than ever. Um, because of where it's at on the lake. Even this last trip that we just t took, you know, in my mind, I think that 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 vines need water, right? Like I think that vines need water to grow and to grow really good grapes. And they said this is going to be the most. This is going to be one of their best seasons 
because it was very dry and there wasn't a lot of water. Exactly. Which I find very interesting because when you think about plants, they need water to live, they need water to grow, they need water to thrive. But when it comes to wine or, 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 or the, the, the vines, I guess the, the roots go down into the soil as far as they possibly have to, right? to grab the water. The roots and will find the, the water. The roots are gonna find the water. And I found that very interesting that, that they don't need rain to find the water. So I think that's really cool. And I think that's a misconception um, that, that I've always had that I learned in this last trip that I think is really cool. So There's a term called uh, dry, dry farming. Dry farming. Which means they don't, they don't. Water at all. They don't irrigate. irrigate they don't, they don't water. Don't. So remember years ago, it must've been 2006, 2007. We were in New York City and I met Nicholas Jolie. Yes. We met him a couple times. Nicholas Jolie. We were at a biodynamic. Wine, wine, wine seminar. Slow wine, slow wine, slow. Something. Something, yeah. Nicolas Jolie has one of the most amazing vineyards in France, 400, 500 years of growing biodynamic. And he, the way he explained this was he's very passionate about, about biodynamics. And biodynamics is organic with a lot more love. But he was like, you know, we take the manure of animals that eat root vegetables to fertilize the vines that we want to dig the roots in deeper. If we want more leaves right. on the vines, we, we uh, fertilize the vines with manure from animals that eat leaf vegetables. Mm. So pig manure versus horse manure versus sheep manure versus goat manure is all different mm -hmm. based upon what is in the composition of the manure, where it came from, and what it's going to nurture in the, the vines. vines right? So the, we had wines um, from Chile, remember, uh, from that one valley that uh, where Tabali was. They have like one inch of rain a year. It's their, their vine, they're, they're growing wine grapes in a desert basically. And those roots need to tap way, way down. So you can train the vines to do what they need to do and do that. But here's the biggest part with New York. Humidity and moisture added together. Causes, mold, causes disease and mold. Mold diseases, it's not a good situation. Right. So when these guys see a year like we had, warm, they are like, ripening, wow. dry, not, not much not much rain there's a lot of, there's a lot of moisture in the ground in the finger lakes from the water right from all the, the runoff right. water coming in it's it's all it's all there um so these guys are like saying 2020 is one of the best vintages ever happening in the finger lakes which is really really exciting very exciting super yeah. exciting yeah um so this is a bordeaux style blend merlot cabernet franc and cabernet, and cabernet. Cabernet is a tough grape to grow in the Finger Lakes because it doesn't get as much to ripen. Cabernet Franc does very, very well in the Finger Lakes because it is just just ideal for the climate. Pinot Noir being a cold weather grape. Um, there's certain grapes like Riesling. So if you look, if you look at what Dr. Frank did, Dr. Frank is the one who revolutionized. Well, he brought over a lot of vines, a lot, a lot of vinifera, from Europe. And he planted it here. So he he started it, right? He, he did. He started the Finger Lakes. He said, guys, basically in a nutshell, <laughs> look at the map. We're in the, We're same, in the same longitude. Longitude. Longitude, longitude, longitude latitude. Longitude. Latitude. Longitude. longitude. Yeah. Longitude because the earth horizontal. is longer. I always think horizontal. So. We're in the <laughs> same longitude as Germany. And what grows there? Riesling. Riesling. 
and Pinot Noir, yep. Limburger. So he said, these are the grapes we need to be growing. These are the vinifera we need to be growing. Not Catawba, not Niagara, even though those do good for juice and things like that. But if we want to be a serious wine region, yep. we have to grow these grapes. Yep. And he brought them over. People laughed at him at first. They ridiculed him. And now, of course, he has become renowned for making amazing wines. In the Finger Lakes. In the Finger Lakes. So. Dr. Frank is on Cuca Lake. We're going we're gonna to go there soon. We've been to Dr. Frank before. Yeah, but we're going to go back to that lake. We haven't been to that lake in a while. So. Cuca looks like a Y. It looks like, the lake looks yeah, like a Y. Right. You and I have talked about cycling around the lake, which would only be 40 miles. We wanted to do it this summer. We never got to. Um, so we the, have a lot of reason to go up there. <laughs> right. Our son is up in school, up in Buffalo, Canisius yeah. and Buffalo. All right. So here's the deal. We do trips to Italy. So we're now going to do trips to the Finger Lakes. So if you are interested in traveling with us, VIPWineryVacations.com, or you can call us, right? I, yes. I guess I can give the phone number, right? You can give If you're interesting, interested in traveling with us in New York, I don't know if I have to say, you know, because it's COVID, you, you have to be from New York to travel with us. Every state has its different regulations. So, so if you want to travel with us to the Finger Lakes, check out our our information on VIPWineryVacations.com. We're going to always be doing different things, whether it's Italy or the Finger Lakes. But look it up, check it out. And uh, they're going to be weekend getaways, basically. Weekend getaways, yep. Our trips to Italy are nine days, Spain, nine days. We will eventually add France. We will eventually, eventually. add Chile. We will Argentina. eventually. Right. I'm just going to add away. <laughs> I just want to travel every week of every day of every year. So <laughs> if you want to travel, give me a thumbs up or a like. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or, you know, check out our website if you want to travel um, with us. <laughs> so, uh,. Our first proposed trip is in January of... January of 2021. Um, I know this is a podcast. It's a, it's a lot of different things. So, um, you know, for us to talk about dates doesn't really make a lot of sense because it might not be uh, pertinent at that time when you're listening to this. But if you are interested in traveling with us, go to VIPWineryVacations.com. You can get all of the information. Um, and, um, you know, we'd love for you to travel with us. I mean, we love to wine and dine you. Um, we love wine. We love people. We love relationships. We love to build the relationships with the wineries, whether it's here or in Europe or Italy or wherever we're going to go. Um, but that's what it's about for us. And today we were on the phone with, you know, two or three wineries at least. Right. Yes. And, and we like to build that relationship and people remember us. And um, it's important for us to take you to places that we love, that we enjoy, and that we're proud of, and we're proud to show you. So when I spoke to one of the distillery owners, vineyard owners, uh, yeah. the other day, he was like, Marcus, you know, you're going to call all these limo companies, these busted companies, but they want to take you on their, your, own, your own, their own itinerary because they're getting kickbacks from these wineries. They downright get kickbacks from wineries. They get a percentage of every person they bring in the door. So the bigger wineries, the tourists each wineries, will we'll team up and pay off or give perks or something. There's some kind of but relationship there. No there's for you traveling like that. No. Right? Because you're not getting, all you're doing is, is you have someone driving you around, you go in, you get the regular tasting. But when you travel with us. <laughs> Barrel tastings, good tours, the owners with us. Like every place we've gone, gone to book, a, they're like, 
if I'm not, or if we're not speaking to the owner directly, we're speaking to the sales manager. But we like, know the owner. I'll make sure the owner's there. I'll make sure John is there, or Jim is there, or Sally's. What kind I'll of tasting sure. do you want? And we're like, we want a special tasting. We don't want to just taste whites, just taste reds. We want a combination. We want to create a special experience. And if we want more wine, we want more wine. Like, this is what we want. Right. We've been doing this long enough now to know no cookie cutter, things like this. So, Ravines is a great place because um, Lisa has offered us to cook there a couple times. We just have to follow through and make sure that, you know, something like that's going to work out. Uh, this is like we, we did in Italy at the Britannia estate at Tenuta Santa Maria. I was able to cook there in Valpolicella because of our relationship. So these wineries are willing to bend over backwards for us. Everyone we've called said, Marcus, of course. And while we're sitting there drinking wine with the owner on the lake, he's like, bring your people here. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. Um, the wineries don't really do group tours anymore because of COVID right now, mm -hmm. currently. That can change in the future. But they're like, Marcus, if you're bringing your group, we're gonna put you in a private room. I'm gonna be with you. Yep. We're gonna take you in the cellar. Do you mind, Marcus, do you guys- Do you mind going down to the cellar <laughs> and tasting wine out of the barrels? <laughs> we're like, um, oh, No, we no. don't really mind. No, we, we don't wanna do that. Our guests don't- They our, don't want that. Our no. guests don't wanna go into the barrel room and. <laughs> And you put that glass tube in the barrels and start, our guests don't want to no, do no, stuff no. like that. No, no. <laughs> so of course we're like, yeah, that's, that's what makes us different than you calling a wine company tour from anywhere. If we took you to Napa, we do the same thing. We've been in literally in Napa drinking wine from the owner's front porch or in their garage on top of a pallet of boxes because they don't have, they a, have tasting, a tasting room. They don't have a tasting room. It's not their tasting, ta people don't realize how big of a business tasting rooms are. These tasting rooms that wineries build are a massive source of revenue. Mm -hmm. And sometimes <clears throat> they'd rather sell all their wine from their tasting room than distribute it to restaurants and across the country because they know that's where they're gonna make their most money. They put their most effort sometimes in the tasting room and not the wine. Sometimes, not all the time, just sometimes. Mm -hmm. But when you can find somebody who has no tasting room that's putting all their effort into the wine, wine. or a small tasting room, you're like, this is win-win. This is totally win-win. So um, we can't promise you we're going to take you to wineries that have no tasting rooms all the time, but we do find them. In Spain, we were in a ladies' and living room. And we can't promise that we're going to get taste out of the barrels at every winery. But, but we want to give you the experience of traveling with us. Right, exactly. So, so Ravines is on our list for uh, Seneca Lake, for the Finger Lakes, VIPWineryVacations.com. Travel with us. Uh, travel with us, get treated like a VIP. Absolutely. So, um, this was this is an awesome wine. Yeah, this is just an amazing, amazing so thank wine. Thank you, Lisa. Um, thank you. Uh, what's her husband's name again? Morton. Morton, sorry, I knew that. Morton and Lisa for making great wine. Uh, thank you for, you know, all the, the Finger Lake wineries for, for stepping up your game and, and uh, really starting to give uh, even better wines than you were doing before. Yeah, so exactly, exactly. We, we appreciate and thank you that. to the consumers who are buying, buying these, these wines. wines. Yeah. Because years ago, to sell a thirty dollar, I remember years ago we had, we'd have some wineries come in, and I'm like, I, there's no way I can buy your Pinot Noir for twenty bucks and put on my list for forty nine dollars. I can't sell New York State Pinot Noir for forty nine dollars, fifty nine dollars, whatever it is. And now, oh, that's great. You have people, a Finger Lakes wine. You have a Finger Lakes Pinot Noir. That's yeah. great. I love that. 
the, the bar has been so set so high now mm -hmm. and all these wineries are reaching that bar that it's fantastic. And the consumers, you're doing your part because you're supporting. So thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. There's still some amazing value wines you can buy at wineries for like 12 bucks, 15 bucks, $9.99 that are amazing, amazing wineries. We were blown away at Cas Casa Larga last week. Their house, right, their house red and house white for the price. I was like, we just can't wait to take people to Finger Lakes. Right, exactly. <laughs> We're so excited to take you on a trip. I mean, that to us is like, well, we're supposed to be right now in, in Italy. So um, for us to bring you to the Finger Lakes. We're supposed to be in Sicily right now. No, Me, no, no. We're oh, supposed oh, to be in Apulia right now. Apulia right so. now. Sicily last week, Apulia yeah. this week. So we were on our, our trip right now with our guests um, who were traveling with us. And so for us to give you that opportunity to travel with us to the Finger Lakes. We just can't wait to do it. Absolutely. So, so check us out, VIPWineryVacations.com. Um, thank you, you know, everybody for all of your continued support. Um, and we appreciate yep. that. And you can find these podcasts on iHeart, iTunes, Podbean, um, and maybe wherever. I guess we're anywhere else. Like a that, lot of places. A lot of places. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get them on everywhere. And of course, YouTube, uh, the VIPWineryVacations.com site. And of course, if you're catching these live, thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Cheers, everybody.